And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. You're listening to the Spark Radio Network. Internet radio like you've never heard before. Innovation, creativity, and imagination are all said to begin with a spark. So fasten your seatbelt and take the ride of your life and listen for the spark. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Most writers and radio show hosts know that to connect with your fans, you need to do more than just write books or record the latest podcasts. There are many different elements that go into forming an online platform, but there are also many hidden traps. To make matters worse, solid advice on how to survive the muddy waters is scarce. In the book Hidden Traps, I talk about some of the important issues of working with an online platform, highlighting traps that could put your physical or internet security at risk, or be harmful to your reputation. Are your social media posts just links with a few disjointed words making you look like someone who can't complete a sentence? Did your new website cost you more than you anticipated? Are you leaking your personal contact details across the web without even knowing it? Then you need Hidden Traps. Hidden Traps is now available in paperback and ebook from a variety of retailers, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo. Visit blackwolfpublications.com for more details. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-553-8687. That's 800-553-8687. Again, 800-553-8687. 687. KLRN Radio has advertising rates available. We have rates to fit almost any budget. Contact us at advertising at klrnradio.com. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq, Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. 
you'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now, 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible, affordable, relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Sometimes riders feel lost, unsure why a passage may not be working. It takes another set of eyes to help us nurture our writing into full maturity. At Black Wolf Editorial Services, we strive to enable writers to develop and grow, offering manuscript critiques and line edits through a mentoring editorial style. We also offer assistance on generating a writer's bio for your websites. Black Wolf Editorial Services, nurturing your writing into maturity. For a full list of services, visit blackwolfeditorial.com. All right, folks. Hello, America. This is Rick Robinson. We are about 60 seconds away from the beginning of the America Off the Rail show. I do apologize, folks. It has been a short radio week for me. I've been fighting allergies and got new projects, new clients, and I'm getting used to the new equilibrium of constantly working all the time again. But on that note, I have a guest with us this evening. Uh, he's been on the show before. He'll be joining us after the opening monologue. We have Chad Alexander from KOKC 1520 AM. Out here in Oklahoma City, he actually does the drive time radio show there from three to six. For those of you that will be catching this in California, they're in they're on iHeart, so you can listen to them there. So yeah, go ahead, tune in. It's awesome. He actually does the show with somebody else that I'm coming to know, Mac Mullings, who actually does a show there, Rise Above Radio, every Saturday morning, which is also an awesome show. I know it's weird for a guy that's sitting on an internet station to plug a bunch of other guys' radio shows, but I like these guys. So on that note, we're gonna get things started here in just a second. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. I'm doing what you do, Rick. You're my favorite host. Favorite host. Favorite I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, folks, welcome to the program. I am Rick Robinson. We are live right now on KLRNRadio.com, where liberty and reason still reign. When I'm not fighting a million, a million other problems, we typically do this show every Monday through Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern because we have had a short broadcast week. We're actually going to kick an extra episode off tomorrow night at midnight Eastern. Yeah, that's right. I love you guys enough that I'm going to stay up late just to make up for one of the shows that I missed. Um, here in a second, we're actually going to have Chad Alexander on with us. But before we do that, I want to say something, and I don't want him to be held accountable for what I'm about to say because he actually works in this market i do not um so i have to say something and i'm not going to mention them by name because i don't want to get anybody in trouble but there's another radio station here not the one chad works for who the general manager has actually been all over facebook and social media and everybody else talking about how 788 is nothing but an excuse for people to get high um do do everybody a favor Do some research before you shoot off your mouth. 788 has very little to do with people that are are wanting to get high. And even if it is, the people that want to get high that push the vote over, they already weren't following the law anyway. 
So why don't we do something about making things better in this state instead of worse? I happen to be somebody who suffers from chronic pain. This is something that could probably help me. But because it has been completely, completely illegal and because of my background, I haven't really wanted to have anything to do with it. So if this is something that can help tons of people, and from the research that I've done, it is something that can obviously help quite a few people, I think it's time that we start making some changes. Now, I'm not talking about full legalization, but we'll actually bring that up probably on a later show because I do plan on talking about that and giving you my perspective as to why for the, some of you that have listened for a long time, you know my opinion on this has changed, and some of that's because of things that have happened in my life personally as as to why my point of view on some of this stuff has changed. So we'll be bringing that up, but I just wanted to say this, and I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want any blowback going on anybody else because those of you that are local here, you know who I'm talking about, and we have lots of folks that listen locally, so you know who he is. And all I'm going to say is you blatantly lied to your listenership, and you know you did it to score points because you have the older crowd that still think that pot's the devil. So congratulations. If you managed to sway the vote, good job. If you didn't, I hope you didn't because I know plenty of people that could benefit from that. But I'm going to get off my soapbox now because I actually want to spend some time with my guest. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have Chad Alexander on with us for as long as he wants to hang out, as long as I didn't just carry him off. But we'll be back here in just about, uh, let's see, this is a minute-long break, so we'll be right back. I forgot where I was for a second there. It's been a while. See you guys in a second. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. We're letting it run for a minute, brother, just for you, so hang out. So I'm taking my time on my ride. I haven't upgraded to the remix version, but how are you doing, Chad? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, Rick. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming back, man. It was a blast the first time. I'm glad to have you on again. Uh, so you heard a bit of the opening monologue, and you said you didn't really mind kind of going into that a bit. And I know it's something that you you and Mac have talked about quite a bit. You've had a couple of guys on that know the ins and outs of CBD and a few other things. So why don't you – for those of us – because we do have quite a few people that do listen here in Oklahoma um, – why don't you go ahead and give people your take just in case they don't listen to you on a regular basis. I'm pretty sure by now I've gotten most of the people that listen to me listening to you anyway, but let's give it a shot. Well, I mean, you have a disinformation campaign and I'll always go by what are the facts. And when I see studies on medical marijuana or marijuana in general, if it's sponsored by a law enforcement organization or a law enforcement union, I throw it out the window. If it comes from high times, I throw it out the window. Uh, I reported yesterday, you know, Reuters came out with two studies. Uh, Both were in academic journals. One was in the National Journal of Medicine. I think that's something that we would consider credible since it has to pass a scientific test and research and have a number of uh, 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 people interviewed, watched data compiled. And it actually found that in states that had recreational or medicinal marijuana, traffic fatalities have actually went down in those states. They're not saying it's because of marijuana, but they're saying that people saying that fatalities are going to go up because of marijuana, that doesn't bear fruit. That evidence is not true. Uh, In Colorado, when you see some of these studies, they take somebody, well, if they have any amount of THC in their system, which stays your system about 30 days, uh, but you're drunk, you get classified as a marijuana casualty. 
and death. And that's just ridiculous. So, uh, like I said, Reuters came out with two different studies. They were both, uh, posted in scientific journals, both done by research institutions of higher education. They don't come from either side or advocate. They just lay out the data. And I'm always a guy about following the data. I mean, look at the data in Oklahoma In Oklahoma. Now we have now passed Louisiana. Louisiana used to be number one in the nation incarceration. Now Oklahoma is number one in both men and women. We in these 77 counties in the state we call Oklahoma incarcerate more people per capita than any state in the United States or any country in the world. I don't believe Oklahomans are worse people, more dangerous people, or more criminal than the rest of the country or the world. A female is three times less likely to go to prison in Kansas, which totally borders our north, than in the state of Oklahoma. That's the data. We're not doing it right. And we have to fix it because, one, we can't afford it. And two, it's ridiculous. Almost everything's a felony in Oklahoma. Um, had a regular listener today. He had a $60 bounce check that wasn't posted until much later and was charged with a felony and to pay his way out of it. It cost him $400. I mean, it's insane. Uh, not everything has to be a felony. And people say, well, if you do the crime, do the time. Well, you forgot to pay a speeding ticket, got a suspended license, and so they arrest you, handcuff you, and book you, move you through a jail process. In Oklahoma County, that takes about 18 to 24 hours. So if you're driving on a Sunday night at 8 o'clock, forgot to pay a ticket, get pulled over for a suspended license, get booked at the Oklahoma County Jail, you'll be out Monday sometime around, I don't know, 5, 6 o'clock. You miss that day at work, you get fired. Why do we do that to people? Makes no sense. I mean, none of it makes any sense to me, especially from that perspective, having uh, coming from that type of a background um, and actually having uh, worked in a jail, not Oklahoma County, but I've, I've worked in one. I've done private security. I've done private investigations. I spent most of my uh, young adult life standing behind a badge and carrying a gun in one form or another. And I'm watching the state that I live in right now. And, you know, we always talk about how we want um, uh, Oklahoma to be number one and everything. I don't think when we say that we mean incarceration. And the thing about it is, when you have these misinformation campaigns, part of what we're talking about at this point is people that are being – like the, the lady that Trump commuted a sentence for the other day who was in prison for 20 Absolutely. years. 20 years for, for drugs. 21 years. I mean – and, and that was a first offense. First offense, 21 years. I mean, we, it's not just an Oklahoma issue at this point. We need to really take a look at how the entire country is handling things like this. When people on a first offense scenario can be put in jail for 21 years, the president, who nobody likes, finally does something about it. And everybody says, oh, he's just trying to get the black vote. This is nothing but a publicity stunt. And I'm like, she was in prison for 21 years. Obama had eight years. How about he, how about he pardons her instead of Bradley Manning? Just saying. You know, she deserved a Well, pardon. how about he pardons her instead of somebody to set pot bombs all around New York City? Well, there's that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a much more dangerous human being. But get back to your point on 788, Rick. I mean, here's the thing in Oklahoma. The Daily Oklahoman is now owned by an out-of-state company. That company bought the Oklahoman because they wanted the Gaylord properties. They wanted the entertainment properties that they own. And they're really running on autopilot. Now that they don't even have printing press anymore. It's published in Tulsa. And they have, let me say this, they have some great reports. Paul Money's left and went to Oklahoma Watch. Uh, Brian Bailey left and she went to um, the Frontier. I mean, you're seeing people leave what used to be the state's best paper and go to independent journalists and, and, and independent journalism organizations. But in the Daily Oklahoman on Sunday, there were three different negative stories on 788 and an editorial. They are leaving it up all the time. And what I mean by that is they still have great reporters. Ben Felder is a great reporter. Um, you have uh, uh, Chris Castile, who's legendary for reporting on politics. He was their Washington, D.C. guy for a long time. When I was working on and running the J.C. Watts campaigns in the 90, late 1990s, I, you know, I did interviews with Chris Castile. He's a great reporter, but that editorial board has really no oversight. And they, for the last four to six years, but really the last two to three, 
are trying to control elections. They are blocking stories that are legitimate stories about people they are for and corruption, and they are attacking people that they are against because they're trying to pick winners and losers. And on 788, look at the number of negative editorials. Look at the number of negative stories. Look at the things. Do you think they're going to publish the stuff that just came out that are in scientific journals saying, no, what? The, the, this no campaign is saying, is it true? No, they're not going to give them a fair and balanced opinion and write a, a pro story. They're going to keep hammering and hammering away for trying to control elections. And we've seen this time and time again. I mean, there was a sheriff's race. There was a special election last year. Uh, there were th- th- uh, several candidates in the primary, but three, the main three, uh, one of them had a four, you know, outraised everybody else was polling at 48%. Mellon ballot got 48%. They did a five day hit piece on him Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. He went from the Mellon ballot at 48% to in person absentee on uh, two, Thursday and Friday to 43. And on the general election day, got 28%. That shows you that they were trying to control election and pick the winners and losers. And they're not being fair in their reporting. And like I said, they've got great reporters. This is strictly aimed at the editorial board. They are trying to control a lot of outcome elections, but you're not going to be able to do that in a big turnout. And I'm sure we'll get into that. But uh, you know, there's going to be more money spent in the Republican primaries in Oklahoma this year than in history. And uh, the record, I think, spent to be governor of Oklahoma for the general and the primary was just over $4 million. And in the primary alone, we're going to see at least two candidates spend over that amount. And you might see three. Wow. So you're saying there's going to be uh, at least three candidates that are that, – I, I hadn't heard you say that before. All right. So we're up against a break. We're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation. I actually want to get more of your input on the local election stuff. Then when we get done with that, if you don't mind, I want to kind of – Pick your brain a bit about what just happened in California. Uh, this is America Off the Rails. I'm your host, Rick Robinson. I'll be back with my guest, Chad Alexander, ho- uh, co-host of The Ride on 1520KOKC AM, Oklahoma City, uh, every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. We'll be right back before you know it, so don't go away. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Things are Things going to get going- real interesting. You're listening to the Spark Radio Network. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm, but even then he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. Flexible. Affordable. Relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. 
Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. All right, folks, welcome back. This is America Off the Rails. I'm your host, Rick Robinson. We are live on KLRNradio.com. Again, we've already given out the schedule for the local station, so I guess we should probably give out the schedule for the affiliates because I haven't been doing a very good job of that lately. show is also available on several AMFM affiliates uh, on every Sunday evening. You can actually find the schedule by going to AMFM247.com. show is available there Sunday evenings at uh, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. Also available on CRNDigitalTalk.com out of California every uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday and Sunday night at 10 p.m. Uh, 7 Pacific and available on the Lanterns Radio Network every Monday through Friday at various times. Uh, set run schedule is Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Show also airs again on Tuesdays and Fridays at 1 Eastern and also airs on Saturdays and Sundays at 8 Eastern. So, yeah, in between the podcast and the rebroadcast and the live broadcast, you can pretty much hear me anywhere, which makes a lot of people upset because they don't like the show, but that's fine. I'll do it anyway. All right, so I have Chad Alexander with us. We've actually been talking about some of the local stuff. Uh, We're probably going to extend a little bit past the bottom of the hour break for those of you that will be doing some engineering work on this later for the other affiliates. Uh, So we're not going to go to break probably at exactly uh, 30, so I'll kind of give a shout-out right when we go because I'm going to extend this segment a bit. But, Chad, I kind of wanted to get your read on some of the stuff that's going on here locally because we were talking about this before we actually started the show and this is kind of a a primary season that we've never really seen in Oklahoma before. You're not even close. Um, Oklahoma until 1994 only had two Republican governors and uh, Dewey Bartlett and Henry Bellman and those weren't competitive primaries. (laughs) I mean, they, they were the Republicans who could possibly win. In 1994, Frank Keating, it was a big field, but really by February, March, we all knew Frank Keating was going to be the nominee for governor. He served two successful terms. And even uh, Governor Fallon ran. Um, you know, Randy Brogdon, state senator from Owasso, was her closest competition, and, and that was never going to be a race. And so it really wasn't that tough of a primary. This year, you have the Lieutenant Governor Todd Lamb, who had raised about $3.9 million as of March 30. You have Kevin Stead, who's a private businessman, who is matching contributions dollar for dollar. And at that point, he had already caught up and was about $3.4 million. And then you have Mick Cornette, the governor of Oklahoma, uh, the former mayor of Oklahoma City for 14 years. And obviously, by Oklahoma, there's been a huge revitalization here. If you're not in Oklahoma, uh, he was the mayor when we got thundered. We didn't even have a professional sports team. So he has a lot of a footprint in the Oklahoma City um, TV market, which is the largest market in Oklahoma, followed by Tulsa. And so uh, it's really a three-man race. No, no one else in this race has a chance to get the runoff. But no one can tell you for sure which two of those three get in the runoff. And so it's going to be an interesting primary. Now, I think Stitt has a lot of momentum. Uh, we've seen a lot of local polling come out. Uh, he was at about three because he'd never ran for office in January. And now basically in the statistical margin of error, it's Lamb, Cornet, and Stitt. And with a 16% undecided. So no one can even tell you for sure which two of the three go to a runoff. I could make a pretty good prediction, but uh, I won't because of my day job analyzing all the races. I don't I do not do that. Um I told everybody I'll make my predictions, seal them in an envelope, and then uh, they can open them on Wednesday after the uh, primaries. But we have a competitive lieutenant governor's race. We have a very competitive uh, attorney general's race where you have an incumbent who was appointed by Mary Fallon, 
not elected. Uh, his opponent has a very strong resume, is outspending him, and they've seemed to kind of outmaneuver. And the attorney general actually was the incumbent, and you and I talked about this, went negative first. You don't usually see an incumbent go negative first. But when you're appointed by a governor who only has a 28% favorable in their own party, uh, that's not, not very helpful. And we have a competitive labor commissioner race. Um, and so there, these primaries will be pretty brutal, but there's no question the governor's race is going to go to a runoff. Most of the others will probably be decided on that primary night. But the interesting thing to me is to get down into the state Senate and state house dynamics of this. You know, when I started professionally in politics in 1994, J.C. Watts, and uh, in handling campaign things and dealing with the, we used to call it majority now because we were in the minority in the House of 2004 and then take the majority in the Senate until 2010. And I was consulting then and in the House races and the Senate races. As a matter of fact, when we took the majority in 2004, um, six of the pickups were my candidates. And, uh, and when we took the Senate in 2010, I had a couple of those too. But, you know, my former firm, we just didn't work in Oklahoma. We worked in seven states. And... We kind of had a we, we built a, a way to beat the Democrat machine here in Oklahoma in 2004, and that was by running candidates at a lot of places, spreading them thin, and making sure that we could target on a couple and that we could beat. And then we always got a couple of surprises. But what's interesting to me, Rick, and you may have heard me talk about this before, until we got to 2016, in state house and senate members that were Republican. From 1994 until 2016, only three lost in primaries. And that entire time. In 2016, we had three losing primaries, plus two that lost or won, but they only won by less than 100 votes. So we almost had five go down to 2016. This electorate is worse. Just Republicans think the state is on the wrong track by a 60% margin. Now imagine throwing Democrats and independents in there when we control every state office and supermajorities in both houses. So I think you're going to see, you know, we're putting the over under on uh, six incumbents in the House and Senate losing on uh, primary night. I think that's almost all, almost all House, um, maybe a senator, but uh, I think you're going to see at least four or five, and I would even take the over because I always think of a few surprises you don't usually see. Um, you know, so that would equal 20 years worth of incumbents losing in one night. But what's interesting, it's not that a couple may have been people that voted for the tax package plus funding education with the 20% increase, but really the four that are most in danger were the ones that voted no because education is such a big issue right now. Todd Lamp just came out with an ad, Lieutenant Governor running for governor, that was just about education. Everyone's talking about education. Every ad's talking about Trump. Why are they talking about Trump? Because he's running between an 88 and 90% favorable rating in Oklahoma with Republicans. That's why they're all talking about Trump. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. Honestly, his numbers, uh, at least in the Republican Party, have been coming up pretty much nationwide lately. Um, but I, I think one of the things that, that – and you mentioned it, education is like the big thing right now. I've seen a couple of the, the lesser-known candidates that are running, and I've seen one that's basically now running as an abolitionist for, for abortion. And while I applaud the stance, that's not really where, America, where Oklahoma's focus is right now. I mean we're talking about an economy that's been in shambles now for, for years, and we're, we're now seeing all kinds of things coming out about – mismanagement of money. I mean, you and I had talked about this on the last show. There was money that had come up missing, uh, and everybody just assumed that it, it had been apportioned elsewhere. Turns out they were keeping it in a slush fund and a checking account they never bothered to tell anybody about because they were afraid they were going to need yeah. the money later. I mean, that's the stuff we're talking the about. The money was, yeah, the money was the money was never missing. Um, it was mismanaged, but it wasn't missing. And look, I think you could find places where you have government waste in Oklahoma, where you have mismanagement in Oklahoma, but you're not going to find this $500 million rainbow people are talking about when we literally have cut the average state agency by 40% from 2009 to 2017. Now, that changed this year, and 
we just had the best May Oklahoma has ever had. But we literally were not in a recession. Rick, for three years, we were in a depression. When you are going backwards in your economy for three straight years, that's not a recession. That's a depression. It's kind of like, you know, Ronald Reagan always uh, said that it was always great when he was running against Jimmy Carter. A recession is when your neighbor gets laid off. A depression is when you get laid off. And, and that's the reality of it. But we were in a bad uh, spot economically. We had a number of factors that affected that. But we have really, really bounced back in the last year. And things are really, really looking good going forward. But if you do a poll right now of Republican primary voters, you're going to find out that with Republican primary voters, education the budget and economic development get you to about 70 to 75%. Supporting Trump's policies, that gets you to about 80%, 87%. So abortion, the Second Amendment, and immigration make up the rest of the 12, at about four apiece. Why? Well, I don't think Oklahomans really feel like there's a shortage of gun here or there's an anti-Second Amendment issue here or that they're in danger in Oklahoma. We have very restrictive abortion laws. You know, Dan Fisher's running on a one-note abolish, abolitionist campaign to just criminalize abortion. And, you know, Gary Richardson ran an immigration ad and keeps running an immigration ad, showing people going over a border wall. But the problem is we don't have a fence here, man. We're in Oklahoma. I mean, we're not on the border of Mexico. So you have a lot of people who are just trying to be Trump. Well, there's only one Donald Trump, and we can talk about that on a national level too. There's only one Donald Trump. There all, there's only one. There ever will be one. Every, 16 other primary candidates, if they said or did the things he did, would have lost. Donald Trump was the only one that could pull it off, and there's some reasons for that. But back to what we're going on in Oklahoma, I think you're going to see some incumbents lose in the primary. But the general election is going to be a lot different. I mean, think about Drew Evans, a four times elected attorney general of the state of Oklahoma. Uh, so he's won four times statewide. His family name, I mean, you know, relatives on the Supreme Court, former governors, U.S. senators, the Edmondson name is known. And I told people as a political consultant in Oklahoma in 2012 and 14 with Obama, guys, you know, you're standing at the top of the mountain. You've seen the promised land. It's only downhill from here. Barack Obama got more people elected here. You didn't get elected. Barack Obama got you elected. And so even though Republicans really like Trump and the state of Oklahoma is going to be favorable to Trump, people vote when they're angry. And so it's going to be the people that don't like Trump that are going to be really angry and really motivated. And if you're in a House district where you're Republican, you beat your Democrat opponent, in 2016, 54-46, but Donald Trump won your House District 82-18, to 18. he's not on the ballot. And Drew Edmondson's not going to get beat like that. And actually, he'll win some of those districts against a Republican. And so this is the first time most of these guys and, and, these, and these ladies that are in the legislature have ever ran when the wind's in their face and not at their back. And that's a big, big difference. Yeah, a huge difference. All right, well, um, I'm about to start getting yelled at if we don't take a break soon because we're well past the bottom of the hour. Folks, I'm on with Sean Alexander from KOKC 1520 AM out of here in Oklahoma City on the ride every weekday. We'll be back. We're going to change the topics to national when we come back. Stay tuned. My son was in the Army back during Desert Storm. But even then, he wanted an MBA. He looked at a dozen schools, but only one offered the online education and flexibility he needed while he was in a tent in Iraq. Grantham University. Turns out that Grantham's been delivering affordable, relevant college and advanced degrees for over 65 years. Heck, if they can deliver a quality education to a soldier in a tent overseas, think about the flexibility Grantham can offer you so you can earn your degree, too. It doesn't matter how complicated or full your life is. If getting a degree is on your bucket list, you'll want to do what my son did. You'll want to call Grantham. Find out how easy it is to get started on your education so you can check that college degree off your bucket list. Call Grantham right now. 800-910-1370. That's 800-910-1370. 
Flexible, affordable, relevant. Call 800-910-1370. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's one 1-800- 800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly, because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-783-0810 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-783-0810. Again, that's 800-783-0810. All right, folks, welcome back. This is America Off the Rails. I'm your host, Rick Robinson. Uh, sorry, we actually were talking, and I almost lost track of time, so you guys might have gotten dead air there for about a second or so. I do apologize for that. We are live right now. For the last couple of segments of the show, we're going to take things national level, for, well, a bit national. We're going to at least leave Oklahoma, because first, I want to get your read on California, because you and I were talking before the show, and we kind of had similar reads on it, but you break things down so well that I want to have, have a chance to have you give my listeners your take on what happened in California, because they were expecting a blue wave and kind of looked more like a blue, I don't know. You said ripple, so I'm going to give you credit for that because I'm not sure what else to call it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I think they got one good piece of good news. There was, you know, the seven seats that we were really watching. Uh, the Democrats got more votes than the Republicans, but by a pretty slight number. But that would certainly make that a, a vulnerable seat and maybe even a lean Democrat seat that happened. But, you know, special elections, and it's like in Oklahoma, Rick, you saw this last year. You know, we had some special elections where you would have a 17% Democrat turnout, 13% Republican turnout, and Democrats won some Republican seats. A couple of those probably will flip back now that we're in a general election cycle. Um, I can tell you right now, the Senate seat 37 in Tulsa we lost, it's not up because that was a special, and so it's not up for 2020. As soon as that hits a general election, that's going to be a Republican seat. It was the amount of Democrat turnout versus Republican turnout and the enthusiasm, and basically nobody in Oklahoma is worried that the Democrats are going to take over the state legislature uh, when we have super majorities in both houses. But I think we will lose some seats here. But what happened to California is significant because the seven they were really watching, the Democrats won. Uh, they really wanted to keep from getting locked out of a couple races because it looked possible. And it looks like they avoided that. But the thing is, they had to spend millions of dollars in the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee to make that happen. But you saw you know, a Republican in a district that Hillary Clinton won, even with a full slate of primary candidates in their top two system, get 63% of the vote. Well, they can give up on that. You're not pulling him. I mean, someone gets 63% in an open primary, they win. Look how well Donald Trump did in, Oklahoma, in open primaries or exposed primaries. 
that shows you a lot because those are the states that he actually delivered the pre- delivered him the presidency. But so, so you have an incumbent sixty three percent that's on their list. That's out uh, in the Duck and Hunter seat. They were Republicans were over fifty percent. Six of the seven Republicans were over fifty percent, and so then the national media says, "Well, is California sleep Democrats sleeping on the primaries and just waving by and not voting?" But they're going to be there in November. Now, there's an intensity thing there. Special elections are different than normal primary elections, normal general elections, and. They did not in any way have the night that they desired. In fact, you know, you have a, a district there that has become have heavily with an Asian population. You had an open seat and a Republican who's Asian and female won the primary. That's a really good thing for Republicans in a seat that Democrats are targeting. And so it really kind of was a thud in not what they wanted at all. They wanted to shut Republicans out of the U.S. Senate race and the governor's race, so no one was at the top of the ticket. Trump endorsed Chris Cox and easily came into second place. Will he be governor of California? Probably not. Uh, That's an uphill climb for him. But at least having a Republican on the top of the ticket is not going to diminish Republican turnout, which what Democrats wanted to do. Uh, The one thing I don't understand about some of the things going to California politics. If you look and you poll California on sanctuary cities, 78% of their voters are against sanctuary cities. 78%. You see an issue like that as a political consultant? I have every one of my candidates making sanctuary cities their number one issue and running against them. Why not? 78% are with you. And in those districts that are not with you, I mean, you know, Nancy Pelosi's district, we really don't have to worry about because we're never going to win it anyway. And that goes back to what you and I, you've heard me talk about previously on the generic ballot. You have these areas of big states like New York or California that are so anti-Trump, and you can check this with 538 or anybody else that analyzes elections. Democrats really need six points on the generic ballot is about where they need to be. Because what Republicans don't have, we don't have a lot of 90, 10 districts or 88, 12 districts in the United States Congress. In fact, we don't have any. They have a lot of districts because some of them that are largely African-American proportioned, some of them just in New York and, and California, the way they're drawn are, they're 88, 90, you know, 88, 90% Democrats. We don't have those kind of districts. So a six-point generic ballot lead really is kind of a toss-up when we go into November. If it's four or it's three or it's two, Republicans will hold the Congress. And I'm telling you right now, Republicans are not going to lose seats in the U.S. Senate. Republicans are going to gain seats in the U.S. Senate. It just just depends on how many. And Rick Scott running in Florida was a beautiful thing for Republicans because – there's a couple polls showing him ahead, a couple of polls showing him tied with Ben Nelson. He's running a great ad where you have people saying, well, I voted for Ben Nelson before, but he doesn't have any new ideas. And Ben Nelson first got elected to public office in 1972. That's about the year I was born. You put that in ads in an anti-Washington, anti-incumbent year, that really hurts. And Scott has unlimited funds. He's working a lot harder. But the thing is, Democrats on the Senatorial Committee didn't really want to have to defend that seat. Florida is an extremely expensive market. Think of the TV markets in Florida and how much they cost. They're now going to have to defend Florida. So even if Scott doesn't win, every dollar they're putting in Florida isn't in Missouri. It is in West Virginia. It's not in Montana. It's not in the states they need pickups. And I'm, I would I would bet you tonight Republicans will gain seats in the U.S. Senate. I think the House was a toss-up on Monday. I would now say that I think Republicans will probably hold the House. I, say, I mean, I say that by 52-48% margin, but I think it's about 52% Republicans actually maintain the majority. They'll lose seats, but, but it'll be thin because Democrats aren't performing the way they need to and outside of California, go back to the primaries that happened a couple of weeks ago. You had 
some centrist, strong Democrats in Midwestern states that were by far the best candidates for Democrats who got beat by very far left Democrats in those primaries that are not the people that the National Party at the Triple C level wanted to see win those primaries and probably helped Republicans a lot. So the Democrats' chances got a lot worse in California, but they also got a lot worse a few weeks ago in a few other states where they nominated the wrong candidate. Well, I mean, I have to say that's that's honestly not going to hurt my feelings anymore. One of the things that I've noticed more and more um, as we get back, I mean, honestly, it seems like in some ways we've never left the 2016 election cycle. But now that we're starting to ramp up into another 26, uh, another election cycle, I've seen the, the resist folks coming out again. I actually saw somebody earlier today talking about the fact that they, they would not ever vote for Ted Cruz again because they felt like he folded to Trump. That instead they were going to vote for the other guy, and I don't even remember his name. This guy's like just a, This guy's a devout socialist, and you're saying that because you feel like Cruz folded to Trump, you're not going to support the guy that actually cares about you keeping your rights, but you're going to vote for the guy that wants to take the Constitution <laughs> and wipe his feet with it. That 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 kind of logic makes absolutely no sense to me. It's like it's rampant everywhere, and I know maybe it's worse for me because I because of everything that I try to promote and all the different projects I'm working, I spend a lot of my spare time on social media. I probably need to stop doing that because I think that brings out the worst in humanity. <laughs> it, it, it does. And the uh, thing is, like I say, there's been two trillion conversations about politics on Facebook, not one opinion changed. Um, and, and, and that's the reality of the situation. Uh, Ted Cruz is going to win Texas. That poll that came out to show that race was close. There have been several polls that bunked that. Ted Cruz is going to get reelected to Texas. That's not even questionable. Uh, look at the primary vote in Texas. Look at how many more Republicans voted than Democrats did in Texas. Texas is going to be fine. Abbott's going to get reelected. Ted Cruz is going to get reelected. But I will tell you, there's one thing that's a little bit different about this electoral climate nationally than before and this is why you see so many people running towards trump now especially in the midwest and these other states you have the democrat party you have the republican party you have the people that then delivered trump the needed votes to win the election you can call them the party of trump but he they they were they were what tipped things over that won him the presidency if you're an anti-Trump Republican, they are not showing up for you. You need those Trump voters to come out. And that's why, you know, people talk about some of these governor's races about, well, we got to get Trump in in these races. Trump needs to be worried about Washington, the Senate, and Congress. If I was running his political shop, uh, I'm not going in for anybody for governor. I'm spending every day I can when I'm helping in the midterms. I'm going to Missouri. I'm going to West Virginia. I'm going to Montana. I'm going to those places where he beat Hillary Clinton, that their incumbents are in trouble. They're either behind, they're tolling, they're polling really, really tight and, and worry about that. And let, you know, the States worry about governors because state issues and federal issues are a lot different. And that's like in Oklahoma this year. Yeah. Trump's very popular. But, you know, Rick, this isn't, you know, this election is not going to be about Trump in Oklahoma. It's going to be about who's the governor. Uh, when Republicans alone think the state's going on the wrong track because of local issues at 60%, it's going to be about local issues, not Trump. Trump needs to be in the congressional districts that we need to hold or win. And Trump needs to be campaigning as his Democrat senators that we can't beat and we can't beat them. And we need the Trump voters to do it. Yeah, I completely agree, and I, I, I just, I don't think, I mean, I've, 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 I was born in Oklahoma. We moved around a lot during my teenage years. I came back when I was a sophomore in high school. I've been here ever since. I don't ever remember seeing a time where the poll numbers were so skewed to where basically both parties are lining up and saying we're going in the wrong direction in so many different ways. Even the party that's holding power right now is sixty percent going uh, wrong. Um, that that. That's I don't think I've seen that before. Uh, now, granted, and, but, I, and the, but that's the difference in state and federal. Like I said, Trump's running an eighty-eight to ninety percent favorable for Republicans in Oklahoma. You can't do better than that. You're not going to get a hundred percent. Yeah, no way. <laughs> this is about the state. They think the state's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, exactly. But we've got seven eighty-eight where you're seeing all these things. I mean, we're now number one in the nation in incarceration and. 
you know, 44% of all drug arrests in Oklahoma, 2015 for simple possession of marijuana. People start to say, does this make sense? You know, why are we always having budget problems? Why, why, why are things always seem to not be okay? Where's the stability? Why are we having education problems? And so this is about the state government in Oklahoma this year, not the federal government. Trump's numbers are great, but state Republicans aren't. But a lot of that is Fallon is the Republican governor with a 28% favorable in her own party. If you pull in both parties, she might be more unpopular than Obama. I don't know how that's possible for a Republican, but it happens. But there is a leadership void in this state. It's not the House. It's not the Senate. There's a leadership void in the state because only the governor can fill that void. No, I agree. And actually, I met uh, Governor Fallon in 2015 at the Southern Republican Leadership Conference. She actually, um, her one of her... Um, handlers had given me a card and they were actually going to come on the show a couple of weeks after the the event because she couldn't schedule that day so i had gotten it all set up and we were going to go on and then like a week before she she had made the news and i had completely just let her have it i got a text message from the handler saying they were no longer interested <laughs> so. well and yeah i mean that that's the thing and, and this goes back to one thing that i was saying earlier rick and i mean this a lot I'm seeing this across the country and a lot of people who are trying to tweet like Trump or trying to campaign like Trump. All right, look, you can go back in history and look at the wealth of presidents. Trump is the wealthiest president in the history of the United States, even if you take in inflation. But he went in wealthier. And he's still the wealthiest. They all made their, most of them made their money after they were president of the United States. He does have the, I don't need this job attitude. He does have the, well, how'd I do this if I wasn't supposed to, because you guys gave me a 1% chance when I started. He, you know, he does have that skin and that mentality. You know, somebody, you know, a senator criticized him, and I promise you Trump's not staying up at night for blasting. I mean, he blasted Jeff Sessions two days ago. You think Trump's worried about that right now? This guy has a different mentality, but also it's the best economy we've had in half a century. African employment rate, all-time low. Hispanic employment rate, all-time low. Uh, female uh, uh, unemployment rate, lowest in what, 25 years. Um, best economy in half a century. Things are going well. North Korea, four different presidents said they were going to bring them to the table. None of them did. He's bringing them to the table. That's all you can do. I mean, he's working at it. No one thought it was possible. It's happening. He canceled the Iran deal because we gave him $150 billion for them to screw us and be the world's leading sponsor of terrorism. So we just paid on to pay terrorists to try to kill us. It wasn't even that. We were actually sneaking them money before we made the deal with them because Barack Obama was strong-arming banks into giving them money even though we were still – under sanctions with them. Um, yeah, but- they set up a they set up a special process to deliver them money outside of the regulated FDIC process. But, you know, Russian collusion and stuff. All right, well, believe it or not, Chad, we're just about out of time. Um, I know I've been giving it out all night, but why don't you go ahead and remind folks what it is that you do in the afternoons and go ahead and give out your Twitter handle so maybe some folks will start following you. Uh, it's at Chad Alexander, the number two. Just at Chad Alexander, the number two. On Facebook, I'm just Chad Alexander, but for political stuff, you go to our uh, Facebook page, the radio station, uh, KOKC Radio. Um, We're already on 95.3 FM. We're just waiting for the FCC to let us boost it so we can be the only political talk radio in Oklahoma that's on the FM dial. And it's growing every day. It's a lot of fun. And I got to tell you, uh, uh, our producer, Jeremy, or he listens to us, uh, our producer, Jeremy, and uh, my co-host, Mike Mullins, and I, that three hours is probably the most fun we have all the day. I mean, I I run campaigns, I lobby, I have a business interest outside of politics because I've been doing this for 25 years, but, uh, but that shows a lot of fun because uh, we don't try to be, you know, NPR and, and make politics uh, put you to sleep, but at the same time, none of us are shock jocks. We don't, we're not different people 
on the air than we are off the air. We're the exact same people, whether you talk to us a person, have dinner with us, or we're at the station just having a good time. And we want to make politics fun for people. We want to engage younger people in politics. Um, you know, we're, we're not trying to influence the people that are set in their ways and have been voting for 50 years. We are trying to bring information, make politics relatable and fun to everyone from 18 to 65. And you guys do a great job of it. And actually, I listen pretty much every day. There, there's been a couple times here and there where I've been scheduled off for something at the day job. I don't get a chance to listen because I'll be working on something else. But I have to tell you, most of the time when I'm driving home, I'm usually thinking, man, I really wish I was in the studio with those guys because it seems like they're just having a blast every single day. But it has been fun. Uh, we have, uh, as you can tell, there's music that's going to start playing here in a second because we are officially out of time i want to thank my guest chad alexander for joining me today um hopefully we can have you on again sometime soon and i will look forward to you <laughs> take care folks have a great night god bless we'll see you tomorrow night this is rick robinson and if i can't walk then i'm crawling it might flicker but they can't kill the flame Right now, there are great deals to escape to Europe in spring and summer on direct flights to Ireland with Aer Lingus. Stay put in cool, contemporary capital Dublin or head off to any of 20 amazing European cities you've always wanted to visit. Classical chic Rome, Paris, the home of romance, or London, the cutting edge of culture. Deals are for a limited time only, so hurry and book today. Smart says escape to Europe this spring and summer. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Book now at aerlingus.com. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Old moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.